0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. So chosen and showing love. Do you feel like you are chosen? Do you really do? Do you feel like you're chosen? Because you should. If you have experience the death, the burial, and the resurrection, you have been called out. You have been called out of darkness, and now you are a light to the world. You are a chosen people, and you have a purpose and are called to action. We are definitely called to action. You have been called to be a light to this world. We live in a world that's lost and dying we, without any hope. It really truly does have any, no, no hope. We need to be separate from this world. People are looking for a light. They're looking for you to be that light. So are you going to make a difference in this world? Every day... Move forward closer to him that he can direct you. He can direct your steps. He can can be that light for you as you're ministering. You were born for such a time as this. We are born right now, I believe, for the greatest revival we have ever seen. And I truly believe we are all We are all called for such a purpose and such a time right now. So are you going to be the world changer that you have the opportunity to impact the world around you every day to share hope, light in someone's life? You are chosen again for such a time as this to be a vital part of the growth of the church. We all have our part to be the growth of this church. You can spread the gospel much easier by loving people. You need to love people. It's all about loving people. Sharing your testimony, sharing your experiences with what God has done is showing love. It's truly showing love. We're going to turn to Matthew 6 and verse 33. Matthew six, verse thirty-three. A lot of people are familiar with this message. This uh, this uh, verse it says, "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you." So we we need to first seek kingdom. Be kingdom-minded. It's not time to back down. It's time to rise up. You need to live in freedom. Don't give in to Satan. He wants you not to love. He wants you not to be free. But you are called, you are chosen for right now, for this time. Spreading God's love is loving people like never before. Reaching out, sharing your testimony. It's time to take action. Pay more attention on what's going on. On a spiritual side, open your eyes spiritually. It's time to love more. It's time to preach the word more. It's time to share this message. Jesus has called you out. He has chosen you to be a minister to people. We are all ministers. We have different parts in the body. And we are all ministers And once you were lost, but now you are found. You were once a sinner, but now you are saved. And you were baptized with him and buried with him in baptism. So it's so important, so important to be a minister for his kingdom and his glory. Let's turn into uh, 1 Peter 2. Verse 9 and 10. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light which in time has passed were not a people, but are now the people of God, which have obtained mercy, but now you have attained mercy. Loving people is putting pride aside. You have to put pride aside and surrender yourself to being a vessel used for his kingdom and his glory. If you truly show love, it will be easy. It will be very easy to minister to people. It would be easy to pray for them. You need to pull as many people as you can. Pull as many as people as you can to reach this world. Around you, you need to be a true lover of souls. So if we're true lovers of souls... You're seeing souls. Or are you just seeing people? You need to be seeing souls. It's all about souls. But if you truly are loving souls, you will be winning people. You are chosen to love. You are chosen. You are chosen to seek. You're chosen to seek. To seek and save that which is lost. Now we're going to turn to Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39. Matthew 27. No, Matthew 22, sorry, 22, 37, and verse 39. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In these verses, Jesus is not just saying love only him, but he's also talking about everyone around you. If you notice in verse 37, he says heart, soul, and mind. This is very important because it means loving people is what Jesus is all about. It's everything. It's the heart, it's the soul, and the mind. So it's, it's about all. If you are doing this today, it should then be easy to share the word of hope with someone. Maybe share a word of encouragement with somebody. Invite someone to church. Invite someone to a Bible study. We all have different parts in this body again. If you are truly loving your neighbor as thyself, then you would think about this person you see on the street or the person that you see at work or the person that you see at the grocery store. That soul may be living in darkness and it has no hope. They need answers. They need someone to share a testimony. They need someone to pray with. These verses are also talking about loving people in the church. We need to be united among the church. If we are united among the church, more people will see that we are united when, we're, when they're coming here. This is how we can all help grow the kingdom. You will have somebody to help strengthen you when you are united with the body. When you need somebody to pray with, they're there. If you need somebody to pray with. If you are not showing love to people in the church, this will impact your whole, your whole outlook on building the kingdom. If you are truly not loving your brothers and sisters, it is going to be very, very hard minister to people. You need to be loving your people in church. Kingdom-minded people are not dividing the church. They are strengthening the church. Again, kingdom-minded people are not dividing the church. They are strengthening the church. Showing love in the church is always asking yourself, what can I do? How can I help grow this church? What can I do to help minister to people? What can I do to make a difference every day? I am here to be kingdom-minded. It's all about adding souls to the kingdom. That's what it's all about. That's what, that is what we're here. You are, again, chosen, chosen to be soul-winners. Now we're going to turn to 1 John 2, 3 through 10. 1 John chapter 2, 3 through 10. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God. Perfect, hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. Brethren, I write to you no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which ye have from the beginning. The old commandment is the word, which ye have heard from the beginning. And again, a new commandment I write unto you, which think is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the truth, light, now shineth. He that saith is in the light, hateth his brother, is is in darkness, even until now. He that loveth his brother, abideth in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. In this passage of the scripture, John is talking about the test of obedience and love. He's he's talking about the test of obedience and love. It makes no sense to say you love God, but don't keep his commandments. So if you say you love God, but you're not keeping his commandments... There's a lot of commandments in here. (laughs) And if you truly love him, if you truly love him, you will follow his commandments and keep his commandments. Is to loving people. If you truly love people, it will be easy. It will be easy to share the truth. It will be easy to share the truth. It's all about planting little seeds. Me and my brother were just talking about this yesterday. It's so easy, it's, it's, it's sometimes, we, I think we overthink on just being little, just, put, just planting little seeds. It's not about sitting down and teaching them an entire Bible study, it's just planting little seeds. Um, the other day, my, my brother um, was telling, like I said, he was, he was telling me a story about they had some work done in, in his house and the, the person that came in Um we're listening to uh, his two little children that were basically reciting bible verses and the the man spoke up he said he's like yeah he's like i i go to um you know he introduced himself like a non-denominational church and and um Sean happened to not be there but his wife said oh that's really interesting you know maybe we believe certain things and and he said um you know what you know what what do you have to um, you know, for for this truth, and Heather just basically said a uh, said a few things, and he, she handed him a card to invite him to that um, thing down at the Panther Arena. Because hey, why not? Just just planting a little seed is 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 all it takes. Just something speaking up. Somebody could just hear something that she said, and they might it might open a door. So um, again, it's it's not about. All this crazy stuff that we have to do. It's just little things that can make such an impact loving people. So um, let's turn to 1 John 2, 15 through 17. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. It says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doth the will of God abideth forever. We need to spend more time in kingdom-minded things. And not of this, not of this world. This world is not our home. We are just passing through. Um, when When he took his name in baptism, now you are taking on his name. You're sharing his name. His name is wonderful. His name is powerful to overcome, power to heal, power to save. The Spirit has given us the authority to walk in true light. We're walking in true light. We can cast out demons. Pray for people that, and see them be healed in his name because you are chosen. Again, you are a chosen people for such a time as this. Keeping on loving people and sharing the word and your testimony, that's so important. You're sharing his testimony. And, and remember, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting him. So you just have to Minister. Be a minister. Because they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting him. Continue to show his love and share his word. It's a lost and dying world out there, and we need more than ever to show love. Let's turn to Isaiah 43, 7-13. Isaiah 43, 7-13. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that they have eyes and the deaf that they have ears. Let all nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear and say it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he, before me there was no God, for neither shall there be after me, I, even I, the Lord, and beside me, there is no Savior." I have declared and I have saved, I have showed when there was no stranger God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am here. And there is none that can deliver you out of my hand. I will work and who shall let it? In this passage of scripture, It's talking about a chosen nation, redeemed and restored. It's talking about Israel. It's talking about Israel redeemed, a nation redeemed and restored. It also talks about called by name and created for his glory. God has created us for a purpose. We are here for a purpose. And when we are being witnesses, we are filling this purpose and glorifying him. Knowing that we belong to him, we that should eliminate fear. If we belong to him, that should eliminate the fear that we know he holds us and we he cares for us. He cares for us. We know that we have been created to serve him and reach out created, redeemed, and called us unless he intended to finish his work in us. We need not to be afraid. We know that we have the power to do great things, great things for his glory. Great things for his glory. Now we're going to turn to John 15, 11 through 21. John 15, 11 through 21. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may remain in you, that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends. If ye do whatsoever I command you, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what His Lord doth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made them known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you That ye love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hates me before before it hated you. Again, talking about love. If you're showing love, it's going to hate Jesus in you. If you were of the world, the world would not love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of this world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember, the word that I saith unto you, the servant, is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecuteth you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. In this scripture, in this passage of scripture, it comes at the end of a great discourse on the vine and the branches. Jesus has urged his disciples to remain in him Because that is the way we are designed. We are designed to bear fruit. Beyond being saved and going to heaven, someday, (laughs) that's all our goal is to make heaven. But why we are here, our goal is to bear fruit. Jesus said that you were chosen by him for a purpose. So, you all, every single person in this room, has a purpose. A purpose. God has, given you free, God has given us all a free will to, um, with humans, and we will be held accountable for our choices. Not only did God choose you to be his child, given you a new how to bear fruit. We need to allow Jesus to work through us, continue to work of saving lost and training disciples. As you bear fruit and witness, you're going to also create more people to go out there and bear fruit. That is how it works. And we create disciples. It's awesome. The kind of fruit that will not last is which is not of the result of God's work and his power. We need to make sure we are loving people and teaching truth. We need to teach truth. If it's not of God, it will not last. Like Paul, we should pray that our work when tested at judgment will not burn up like straw. That's in reference on 1 Corinthians 3.15. Paul was, um, we should not pray that our work when tested at judgment will not burn up like straw. It is a powerful truth that when everything aligns, your faith will rise and you will be able to minister to people that need to hear truth. You will rise above it all and you will be ministering truth. i we well, turn to 1 John 4 and 8. These are just quick scriptures here. So um, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And in Romans eight twenty eight. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that who are called according to his purpose. And then in Mark 16, 15, it says, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, everyone. So you were chosen for a purpose, and you are his hands, and we are also his feet. So we are his fans and we are his feet. We all have a part in this church. We all have a part. We need to seek his face for direction. All things will, he will lead and he will guide us each and every single day to fill our role in this great kingdom of his. It's all about being kingdom minded. It's all about souls, loving people, sharing the gospel Maybe you're going to reach out by opening your home or taking someone to dinner or getting coffee with somebody and it's just sharing your testimony. We all have a part in this. Just inviting somebody to church or asking them to come to a Bible study. Ask someone to come to a life group. We need to be excited about coming to church. We need to be excited about coming here. If you are anticipating what great things God is going to do, guess what? He's going to do great things. You need to have anticipation. So we need to be excited about coming to church and anticipate great things. I don't know about you, but I really get excited on Saturday night. I know this is weird, but I, I, I truly do. I, I truly truly do. I, I get so, it's, 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 and this, this is really, this is really, God has been dealing with me this a lot. And um it, it's really, it, it just drives me, drives me crazy sometimes, like how people cannot not, not get excited, not get excited to be in his presence and see what God is going to do. So I think about it on Saturday night and I think about, coming to church the next day, and I really think about what is God going to do? What is God going to do today? What is he going to do in the next service? This really, again, this has really been in my my mind. Um, As I step out more in faith, I'm definitely stepping out more in faith and just being a vessel, just being a vessel. That's all we are. We're just vessels, And if we just think about it that way, if we think about just coming to church, just being vessels, he's going to use you every time you come to church and be a minister in whatever, just ask God, hey, what can I do to make a difference today? I can help somebody be prayed through the Holy Ghost. I can just give a word of encouragement. Just shaking somebody's hand, giving somebody a hug. I am amazed. I am amazed. As I minister, God constantly shows up. It's, it's, not my, it's nothing I do. I don't do anything. I can do nothing. It's all about him. It's all about him. You have to have a desire and a hunger to want to. If you pray and fast, God is going to do the miraculous through you. He truly is. It's it's about ministering. It's about the body ministering to other people. And as I and that's why this has been on my. It, it's amazing these last few weeks. And, and the only reason why I see a lot of this is I, I'm in the back sometimes if I'm ushering or whatever I'm doing to minister and and you can see. The impact, a lot of people, anybody that's in impact ministry can see this. And I was, it was like God showing me as people are walking in, as just say it was, it was just a, one person walking in. And watching the reaction as that person comes in, and as somebody's shaking their hand, and as they're greeting them, and as they continue to come in, and as they come in the sanctuary, and then as they seat themselves... And as you're watching, I was just watching in awe. And I don't know if it was maybe God just showing me particular that person that we're impacting that one person. That one person, we made an impact. And you would be amazed, that one person. They're changed. They're changed forever because of just simple, simple processes. Guys, it's simple processes what it is. It's just simple processes that we all can be a part of. Every single one of you can be a part of it. It's not one person. It's all of us making a difference. And God showed in that one person. And guess what? I watched it the next week. And God showed me it was awesome. It was just awesome. I don't know what it was about it. But maybe because it was just, as I was watching, I'm like, This is awesome. And seeing the difference. You can see the difference. That person was changed. Just changed in one service. We made an impact. And guess what? There's thousands of other people that are going to be coming. Because we have planted the seeds. We have prayed. We have fasted. And God's going to honor that. He's going to change. He's going to change lives through all of you. Because you are chosen to do it what will you do in this greater time witnessing can be exciting it's about coming to church being excited what is going on and what's happening getting excited about somebody getting baptized getting excited about somebody getting the holy ghost are you getting excited about you need to get excited about it when you're excited about it guess what you're going to talk about it more. The more you're excited about it, the more you're going to talk about it. That's what it's all about. The more you're excited, the more you're going to talk. Sharing more, you're going to care more That what's going on. You're going to get excited about it. You're going to talk about it a lot more. You're going to talk Trust me, you're going to talk about it more as you're excited about it. Because just me and my wife, just talking about a little bit more, just talking about a little bit more, Guess what? We see, it's nothing about me. It's nothing about my family. It's nothing about that. It's just being sensitive to what God has. And God has something for every single one in here. Just be sensitive to his spirit and he's going to do the rest. It's all about, again, it's, it, it's about, it's, it's not just about filling pews. If we're just filling pews, Will 마se to stand here and just sing some songs and go home and not be changed but it's about making a difference in every single person's life there might be some people that are here right now that guess what they're struggling too so it might even be a, the congregational people there are people struggling and if you're sensitive you're sensitive to a spirit you're ministering everybody has a part everybody has we're all People of faith, we need to react to faith. We need to step out. And that's, what it's gonna, that's what's going to make the difference. So it's telling your sight. It's telling about your testimony. And if you're not getting excited about sharing God's word, I don't know, something doesn't have, I don't know, I don't know, you don't maybe have no hope if you're not excited about God's word. It's all about God's word. It's truth, people. It's truth. And you're not going to get excited about teaching Bible studies. You're not going to get excited about winning more people for his kingdom and his glory. Our mission is, again, to seek and to save that which is lost, spreading the gospel to the whole world. You have tools. You have tools You've been filled with his spirit. When you're filled with the spirit, guess what? You have the power. It's inside you. You have the power to overcome any fear, any fear that comes against you. That's Satan. That is Satan. He's he's trying to pick you. He's trying to he's trying to, he's trying to make you, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. That's just Satan. And you need to have more power. To overcome that. So you need to get a hold of God. You need to pray in the spirit. You need to pray in the spirit more. Fast more for what it takes. The power of God's word is so powerful. That is in me. And when you took on the name of Jesus, you had that overcoming power with fear in anything. Again, it's Satan... Putting fear in you, but you are more than a conqueror. You are chosen. You are to be separate because you have that awesome spirit. I have one more scripture here. I turn to Ephesians three seventeen through nineteen. Ephesians three seventeen through nineteen. that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you be rooted and grounded, rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints that it is wide and length and depth and height to know that the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all, all of the fullness of God. Not just some of it, all of the fullness, all of the fullness of God. In this verse, it talks about baseline rooted system. It must be rooted and established in Jesus. The root system must be, it must be established in Jesus. Love is what should determine every action, every action, every thought, every motion, and your word be rooted in love. Being rooted in love will keep you from sin. It really will. If you're truly just rooted, rooted and grounded in love, love for God, love for God's word, love for people, it's going to help you over and conquer sin and on the right path with God. It makes a difference every day in your walk with him. It will change you every day, your outlook to be more Like him. So you can change the world around you. You can be a soul winner for Jesus Christ. You can be a soul winner for Jesus Christ. If you can all please stand. Now, Jesus is the champion of love and now you chosen people are now a champion of love because you took on his name in baptism you experienced the death burial and resurrection guess what you are a true champion and a true champion of love so we need to show love to others because we are champions of him and his glory you are chosen you are called out of darkness and you were put into his marvelous light so you have a purpose you have a purpose to show love and share the gospel sharing truth with someone all things work together for good for those that love God you are chosen because you are a child of the king You are somebody when you took on his name in baptism. Say it one more time. You are chosen because you are a child of the king. You are somebody when you took on his name in baptism. And you were filled with his spirit. And now you have the power tonight if you have not experienced the death, burial, and the resurrection You can tonight. There is your opportunity to experience the death, burial, and resurrection. So you can be chosen also. You have a purpose to be a light to this world. And don't let Satan take your joy in being a soul winner for his kingdom jesus i pray tonight god as people come to this altar jesus god that they're changed tonight father god that they're kingdom minded and they know they have a purpose they were chosen for such a time as this jesus you have planted god your spirit in them jesus They were filled, Jesus, overflowing with your power and your anointing, Jesus. Tonight, God, I ask you, God, as they come, Jesus, let these words sink into their hearts, Jesus. God, let them, Jesus, be changed, God, tonight, Father. God, I ask you, Jesus, right now, Father, let your spirit, Father, impact people tonight. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and we'll continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.